Generally, the theories we believe we call facts, and the facts we disbelieve we call theories. From Felix Cohen, good morning everyone, I'm Rob McCall, this is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And Awanajo is an Algonquian word which means small, misty mountain, referring to Blue Hill or to your mountain. And this is the almanac for September 2nd to 9th, 2005, the new to the first quarter of the harvest moon. Um, here are some calendar events for this uh, quarter moon that might be of interest to you. On September 2nd, 1945, Japan formally surrendered, ending World War II. Uh, the th Fourth, of course, is Labor Day, and on the 6th of September, 1620, the pilgrims set sail for the New World. Here's some natural and unnatural events. The destruction from Hurricane Katrina may be the greatest since the mighty storm in Galveston over a century ago. No point in asking why God lets something like this happen since God causes the rain to fall on the just and the unjust. The weather doesn't play favorites. Better to pray for the many lost, honor the many heroes, do what we can to help, and admit how human folly has made the situation worse so that we can do better next time. For starters, read the first chapter of John McPhee's The Control of Nature. Another natural event was the passing of our neighbor Arlene Stover this past week at the age of 90. She was one of the small marvels of Maine, school teacher for many years, a community leader, and a marvelous gardener. The children she taught are now community leaders themselves. The canned goods she put up in her cellar might be enough to feed the town of Blue Hill in a disaster. Oh, the mountain report, when Arlene was a girl, school children regularly climbed Blue Hill, which is just under 1,000 feet, and carried a stone to the summit to make the hill into a mountain. There was a huge pile of stones up there back then. Now it's gone. Arlene treasured a picture of herself standing on top of that pile of stones on top of Blue Hill when she was a tiny girl of about eight back in the early 1920s. In the old photo, she wears a printed dress. Her hair is bobbed. Her feet are set wide apart, and her arm is raised in a gesture of power and joy. Well, the fire tower is now gone. One tower down, one to go. The summit looks much as it did when Arlene was a girl. Now, of course, many of you will not climb the mountain again, but many of you and your children will. And when you do, maybe you will take a stone up and leave it there, remembering Arlene, who stood there in the power and joy of childhood, and who, though she had none of her own, taught, loved, and honored children throughout her long, faithful life. Well, here's a rank opinion. Another Blue Hill neighbor, Dan Dennett, writes brightly about evolution and intelligent design. The New York Times op-ed page last week, quote, the designs found in nature are brilliant, but the process of design that generates them is utterly lacking in intelligence of its own, unquote. To this small-town preacher, the theory of evolution is truly elegant. But Dan's great faith in its power to explain nearly everything reminds one of the remark, I think it was Nietzsche, 
that when a man's only tool is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Sure, evolution can explain how complex organisms evolve, but it cannot explain pre-evolutionary designs in inert matter or why complexity evolves from simplicity or order from randomness, life from no life, consciousness from unconsciousness, sight from blindness, or even why things evolve at all rather than staying the same. Nor can the theory of evolution, as elegant as it is, prove, as Dan suggests, that there is no purpose to the process any more than intelligent design can prove that there is. Neither theory is sufficient to explain the mystery we live in. It's not about reason versus faith or science versus religion. Intelligent design might generate evolution just as well as evolution might generate intelligent design. It's true, faith is not a substitute for reason, but neither is reason a substitute for faith. The toolbox of the wise has always held both, which goes a long way towards explaining why reasonable scientists are found in countless houses of faith, like those in Blue Hill every Sunday morning. Well, finally, here's a seed pod or two for you to carry around with you this week. The first from Norbert Weiner, the father of cybernetics. We have modified our environment so radically that we must now modify ourselves to exist in this new environment. And from humorist Josh Billings, it's better to know nothing than to know what ain't so. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from us. Go out and see for yourself.